0: from a dipshit, advice from a dipshit, advice from a dipshit, it's Advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey, welcome to Advice from a Dipshit. I am Matt Bronger, your titular dipshit. With me as always is Queen Amanda uh, on the boards on the ones and twos. Mm-mm. I am today coming down a little bit from a um, the sweatiest uh, non-Bikram <laughs> yoga class I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Cause we, right now we're in kind of a heat wave in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, some of these yoga studios are just in a house with just normal AC and it's just a room of people, uh, with the, you know, mat to mat, to mat, to mat, to mat, uh, yoga mats. That is not me's and like, we are all doing it and halfway through the class, you're like, like, am, am I going to just like, like, like a slip and slide and hurt myself or something. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I got out of there and it was really helpful and it was great. Uh, I haven't done yoga in forever and I tall. People have to kind of stay limber as we get older. Uh, but (laughs) walking back, I was like, I don't think I have energy for anything else the rest of the day. And like, but then I felt better afterward and stuff, but just to, just to catch everyone up to where I am right now, that's where I am. But I'm, I'm feeling revitalized, especially because I have a good friend here, uh, Caitlin Gill is joining me.
1: Oh, that's me. Yeah, it's you. I am Caitlin Gill.
0: You are Caitlin Gill. I
1: did not do yoga today.
0: And for good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No,
1: I have been very hot. No, <laughs> but you, I didn't do. You've I, had the Beckham. I stretched. You've done. I do like stretching. That's uh, good. Angela Lansbury's uh, video, uh, which you can find on YouTube, her little like get ready for the day. Really? Uh, video, which includes some workout. It also is about uh, 10 minutes of moisturizing tips. That's fantastic.
2: moist. Okay. And
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> she encourages free movement. And and stretchy dancing. That's awesome. And that's the part that sticks. That's, that's it. That's once you get a minute alone, just like flop your body around for no reason and, you, and see what, what happens. What are the
3: keywords you type in for that?
1: Oh, Angela Lansbury fitness video.
3: That's it. And, and are yeah. there are multiple or is there no? Just one? I mean, there's one on YouTube that
1: has it is terrible quality. It's clearly like someone's mom's VHS tapes with ah. many times taped over. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has been restored for our use on YouTube. Yeah. I'm Maybe you bad. can find a better copy, but I don't know why you would. That right. is how it's meant to be watched. Is, <laughs> uh, that's true poorly
0: yeah well <laughs> yeah. let me give a little background on you yes uh you i know you as a as a bay area comedian yes
1: i am a comedian who hails from the bay
0: and uh you are uh absolutely devastating and one of the funniest uh people i've had the pleasure of being on stage with That's
1: such such high praise uh, coming from you you are very so very funny thank you, you. Are so uh, just thank ha- you my dear you're, uh but- yeah, I could gush. Look, Should I gush?
0: Enough about me. No, no, it's not about me. I don't me. get to I would. if I don't really think anyone's listening to this who doesn't know who I, I you know, maybe they're a fan, maybe who knows? Maybe there's like what's what's this dipshit bullshit? Let me listen to it. I shouldn't if you say only listen everyone to the knows podcast. who I am, blah blah blah. But uh, more to the point, I don't think anyone's listening who who doesn't like me. <laughs> like, I don't know why you would. I don't know anyone who wastes their time hate listening. But uh, for those familiar with you, you have an album coming out which will get them familiar with you called Major, yes. which I love. It's the name of your dog. It
1: is the name of my tiny dog. And yes, I
0: like it because it's just to me that's it's like it's like slang. Like they that shit is major, it's, man. It's pretty major. That's a big deal. It's not minor. That's yeah, I like for it. sure. It's major. It's like calling something cherry, like yeah. in the seventies, or some or boss. Heavy, pretty, big, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy. But heavy is more like, like something could, heavy could be, could be bad, you know, it could be like, oh. well, that's a lot. Man. It is intense. That's pretty heavy. But you are also kind of uh, like heavy on stage. Like you've got like uh, a presence. Yes. That is very large. I
1: think part of the reason I go on stage is because I have a presence that mm-hmm. is very large. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you are, we, you mentioned your height. I mm-hmm. also am a tall person. I've, I'm about six one. I've been about six one since I was too little, right. like 12 or 13.
0: But you're very comfortable with your size, with your now and okay, that's a,
1: a sure. long road to walk. Okay, uh, but well, I good. arrived at a place where I am uh, overwhelmingly comfortable, Danger- too comfortable. No, but I argue. love that.
0: I fucking love that because that is one thing I I I've not known the uncomfortable with your size, Caitlin Gill. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, like I've known you since you've just got on stage and been like, "Here I am, fuckers," and it and everyone's <laughs> like, "Whoa, who's this? Oh my, this is someone here." You know, and it's like when I mean big presence, I wasn't even talking about your height. Oh. I just meant. Your presence on stage, your the way the way you project your personality. I feel like there's some people that they're very diminutive, but they have huge stage presence. Yes, you know, like uh, Kevin Hart would be an example. He's a tiny man, He's but he, like he plays stadiums. <laughs> and and, and uh, you know, uh, Stephen Wright is very quiet, but yes. has a massive stage presence. He's that guy. Like I think I've talked about this on on the podcast at some point, but I remember doing a record store shop. There used to be a place called Sea Level Records in Echo Park and we had to stand on this like wooden crate that was the stage and it was full of filthy filthy hipsters <laughs> and we're on stage <laughs> so much and, wax like, in those mustaches so, <laughs> and uh uh we like i went up and Matt Dwyer and um uh god who else i forget but like you know i'm like doing my this is back when you know i've been criticized for for being loud on stage and yelling and yeah that's just kind of my personality but back then it was like you know, I'm like, less of me, you know, like not saying that, but just like every joke is big and burn and all this stuff and people were enjoying it. And then um, Galvanakis, Zach about Galvanakis got up after me and went and it was like, hey, guys, can you keep it down? And they all <laughs> shut up. They all stopped talking and just centered on him. And this is, you know, I mean, he was pretty famous in the alt scene, but this is well before the hangover. Right. But it was just that thing of like, Shit. All I had to do is ask, Well, you know.
1: there's comics who are way, like, if, if I may use two seafaring analogies, there's Please. comics that are waves and w- crash over the audience, and then there's comics who cast lines and draw you in yes, to their pace. Nice. And I love watching comics who are the kind of, like, catch you and pull you to where they are comics, yeah. but I know that I, at least in my current iteration, am a... Find the back of the room and then pull them in from there. Yeah. Uh,
0: but that's fun. And I, I think that's when someone is, is doing comedy and, or excuse me, when someone goes to see comedy, sometimes they're like, oh, I didn't have the best day or whatever. And they, I just want someone, I you know, we all want that person that can just pick us up and throw us on the bed. Oh, definitely. So to speak. Yes. Shall we? Yeah. So it's kind of like you want someone that's going to be like, here's what's going on. And you're just like, oh, this is great. This person is totally taking control. And, you know, there we go. You know what? What was the show where you came out? You were, were you wearing just stickers?
1: Oh we, yeah, that's come up to That's funny. Uh, I've been r- hoping to do p- as many podcasts as I could uh, right. in the, the lead up to this album, and uh, it's funny that that performance. I'm not surprised it made the perf- the impression that it did. Mm-hmm. But I have found that it, it made an impression. Yes. Out a 51st jokes, uh, an annual tradition countrywide, but certainly certainly in LA, where around New Year's comedians tell their first joke of the year. Right. Uh, in 50 2016, 50 comedians. Yes, yep. just tell one joke, their first of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, It was 2016's New Year's, so uh, the election was in full swing. like the Democratic caucuses were happening, Uh and uh, I presented myself in a bathrobe as an undecided voter, and then unveiled that I had altered an old Navy American flag-bathing bikini into a... My top was a Hillary supporter. I had Hillary Hillary boobies. My Clintons were both Hillary's. And then uh, I put a Bernie head uh, over my center, my sure. late, my, my re- my vagina Mons. and, uh, Mons Bernie. And then I, hm. yes, Mons Bernie. And then I, uh, altered a little, uh, cotton ball to become a wisp of white hair. Nice. And then I believe I had some kind of toilet paper with some kind of Trump, anti-Trump message trailing out of the, the behind of the suit. Right. Uh, but yeah, I do. As I was saying, b- being a little too comfortable with my body, I am apparently I I don't hesitate at all to just take off most or all of my clothing in front of an audience on a somewhat regular basis.
0: I just like it's it's I love comfort on that level. Where someone's just like, hey, what does it really matter? Well, especially Cause, in cause that town, in this
1: town on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, that's true. Like I'm a 38 year old woman. I'm supposed to be on a farm right now. Like <laughs> I, you know, cast cast out like where the you know. Where the aged dolphins and chimps that entertained us once go, I'm supposed to go. I guess be one or tend them. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Well, I've not got
0: my assignment yet. Much like how uh, you know people come to Hollywood Boulevard, uh, believe, with that kind of mind state, you yes. know, and 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 they uh, they find that it is nothing but a boulevard of of, of trinkets and and. Uh, Dreams that have been been wiped with the toilet paper of life, blown up
1: tourist shorts, and walked away back to Europe. There's
0: nothing Hollywood glitzy whatsoever about Hollywood, and it's just like just like that, just like that, that mind state, that mind state of of oh, you know, once a woman is this age, go away. that holds as much water as hollywood being glitzy
1: you know none of that has mattered to me um both the glitz and the whatever the standards are because right. i never uh, they were never going to apply to me i was this mm. tall this early this goes right back to what we were saying i've, I've been a, a like a big i've been outside of normal brackets for a long time mm-hmm. i'm big tall loud uh, weird like yeah whatever it is i was never going to play into the rubric of whatever like pre-assigned roles exist mm-hmm. uh So, yeah, you got to write your own path that way. And Mm -hmm. that was always going to be what happened to me, no matter where I was trying to go, I don't know, (laughs) you know, yeah. Rocking. Accidentally blazing your own trail. I take no credit for like. I am my own hero. I don't know if I'm there yet, but since I didn't find a trail, I didn't just turn around. I was like, "Well, I'll hack at this brush until go. money
0: comes out of that's it." That's what and you, Sometimes it does, and that's what everybody, you know, yeah. uh, should do. For those of you out Definitely. there who's like, it, it's just like you just have to blaze your own fucking trail. Well, there's
1: so many beautiful waiters here because they thought there was a blazed path. Yeah. nobody has a blazed. Path. Oh no, nobody.
0: One. I, I, you know, I my my it's the wildest thing. I, my therapist is my exact same age, but he has like a wife and kids, and right. so like he's kind of been like my relationship expert in some ways but like there's stuff I know that he doesn't know but you know he's a licensed therapist but he gets shit like I get where like I uh I I love Mike Lawrence's uh joke um I hate when I get into a an Uber and it's a white guy driver because now I know I have to listen to his fucking dreams yeah Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. you don't get that from your brown Uber drivers they're all business they're gonna keep you know it's like you know more often than not though no offense no offense to you white guy uh, uber drivers it's like you're always to have that we we were we we were born with a chip on our shoulder of like we deserve everything you know and it's not necessarily surprised our when it fault. Isn't here yet. Yeah. but yes but that's a lot of us that's i shouldn't just single that too anyway uh you don't get what i'm saying but it's it's it, it is the thing of of i've had guys where it's like oh you're a comedian uh-huh i literally had a guy who was just like and how would I get into that? And like, right. why would I give a fucking shit, man? Yes. I gave up my life 20 years ago and have worked all this. How I'm gonna help you? Right? Fuck off! Drive me to the airport. And that's the mean part of me. But right. he also had this thing of like, mm, sounds easy. What's an easy way for yeah, me? Exactly. And yeah. everybody. I, I hate And I'm sure there are people like listening to that who are like, I'm Ugh. a fucking doctor, and people have said that to me. Oh my, man. My therapist is like he's had people like, well, what do I do? And he's like, well, you got to go to school go to for school this school many years. You have to, years. you yeah. have to, as he did, intern at mental health hospitals and deal with the worst of the worst for years. And then you can set up your own practice. Yeah. Hopefully, if you can get a loan, all this shit. They're like, yeah, but well, I don't want to do all that. Then you don't then get Then you're fucked. Do you don't get There's the no cookie. magic door, nor should there be a magic get door. Get your mixing bowl to out. any of this shit. Yeah. It's like, would you want to go to a therapy th- a therapist that took that magic door? Would you want to pay to see a comedian that took that magic there door? There are
1: multiple serial killers that pretended they were therapists. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> for sure. Mm, Shortcuts are your bad for Hannibal a reason. was such a
3: good
0: series. not it, though?
1: Oh, my mm-hmm.
3: God. Wasn't it, though? Yeah, but Hannibal
0: worked hard guys.
3: Let's yeah. No, yeah, that that I, horrible
0: prequel show, showed his horrible childhood. And, I mean, oh. come on. I,
3: I read an article recently about like um kind of like the midlife crisis quarter life crisis like jobs you might find fulfilling that you can like start trying out now and one of the things in it was like oh yeah like stand-up comedy and i remember being oh and like they had things like an ice cream taster and then they had things like a cicerone and i was like i was sitting there and i was like but if you're a professional cicerone or ice cream taster you've trained your mouth and then i was saying that i was like stand up comedy like because what open mics are so accessible therefore it's gonna be like easy for you to do this like i found this to be the most misleading article ever of course it's like Like, that's
0: why like fucking jeremy piven is doing stand up now because it's like i'm not gonna be the one to tell him he shouldn't do it he's definitely (laughs) getting asses in seats for other comedians who are gonna go up there but it's like maybe he's not getting cast and he's kind of Steering that way because his ego is like fuck yeah I'm funny I'll do this and mm-hmm. it's like sure it's not you the wanna, same it's not the yeah. same but also if if if, if you want to start it yes but don't think don't don't have that in your mind that anything's gonna happen for you within the first five to ten years right you know what I mean yeah, you, yeah. so sure steer into that lane if you want to but, but you got to go to the dojo gotta be
3: ready yeah you crimes go, of you've, passion you gotta be you know mm-hmm. like
0: yeah for sure, for sure. You know,
3: I've liked
1: watching uh do stand-up is michael rapaport
0: yeah he's fun
1: he's fun and mm-hmm. like it's he's, he's also also like trying to do stand-up comedy yeah there isn't this and presumption he's, he's aware that like you know who he is yeah. he's aware of the expectation on him mm-hmm. but he's not he doesn't lean right into name-droppy stories he's not uh i yeah. mean i'm gonna say beatboxing i'm gonna say that out loud sure. He isn't he's, beatboxing. A hi- he's a hip-hop guy he's like uh, but he's not He's just trying to do stand-up. Yeah. And I appreciate and s- that he's willing to take the bruises and let his, like, yeah, lead with your reputation. They mm-hmm. know you as a performer. Use the leeway that gives you and also try to do stand-up. This and is fun. like Totally. And the, I will stay in the room and watch you do some stand-up.
0: And the note to take from that, for those of you out there who are like, oh, yeah, well, why can't I get those crowds? Because you're not Michael fucking Rappaport. Right. Because you're not Jimmy Jeremy Piven. They both have had successful careers already and they're going to try this new thing. It's a sad thing you know, they're going to get. A house they're not gonna have to fucking start in open mics because clubs have to get asses in seats you uh johnny no one knows your name who we all started out as you got to go to open mics and uh oh you'll have a whole career little...
1: before anybody knows your name yeah
0: and get your and and get get your knocks but also get your tiny victories i just did a, a gig last night at the Kibbutz Room at Cantor's for like oh, yeah. nine people. No, I tried people. to go
3: to that. I tried to surprise you and go to that. I was I like, ah. No. No, because I would have been sweet, but like. It was, well, for it me was on nice. many levels, it would have been awesome.
0: <laughs> I definitely, I, I went up last and tried to get as many people like, hey, let's give her a hand for putting this. And you could see her like her heart melted because she was like, thank you, like, because it is so hard to throw those oh, shows. Yeah. And just sinking feeling you feel when you book people and you're like, uh, I'm sorry no one's here. I failed you. Uh, yeah, welcome. You know? Yes. But that it's, I, I just did, I just worked new stuff stuff and, it, and it's invaluable and it was good it was worth it for me and like I came home my wife was like how was it?" I was like oh kind of blue there weren't a lot of people there and she's like was it worth going I'm like I was, yeah, like, absolutely. I was like babe it's always worth yes. going yeah. yeah always yeah you know <laughs> yeah there's no ne- I don't anyway but let's go to the calls let's get you uh listening to uh these people and give them real life clinical advice yes I'm kidding.
1: please I am a li- I'm not a licensed no, anything. That's I am a licensed one... driver. I want to be clear about that. Yeah, I did I, drive I, here I, legally. I,
0: I will say like a side note for those new listeners. If you have serious problems, please go to a clinical professional. This is for fun. This is for entertainment. If it helps you, great. But we're basically dicking around, hence the name, advice from a dipshit. This
1: is the kind of advice, I'm assuming, that like you probably gave yourself the advice you needed while you were writing in or calling in.
0: Yeah, uh, we talk stick about with that. with those
1: kind of press, like yeah. anything that ta- you know. We, yeah.
0: You know what the right thing to do is. Sometimes you just need that push.
1: Although I have no boundaries in a long history, generational don't. family trauma. So go deep. Do Let's not do it. Do That's not. how it works
3: though. Do not have That's boundaries. That's how it works though. My therapist right now where we're at with therapy is she's having me go and talk to my parents and my grandparents because she's like, some of these issues you have, it's been proven are like five generations deep. Oh and yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to That's my grandma brutal. about that. At some this. point to me, it's like, yeah, but uh, I can do that abstractly. Like, yeah. a, a,
1: they're dead. I can't. B, even if I could could, I wouldn't like mm. they were born in 1917 yeah the math here isn't hard <laughs> yeah. like the trauma that that generation inherited is I there's books about it like there's not a lot of mystery yeah and I could get into the specifics of whatever great grandpa did to mm. grant little grandpa but I don't need to. like I can guess I can extrapolate <laughs> oh. And I think I'm it, sorry,
0: I'm not laughing at what happened to him. I'm laughing at the term little grandpa. Yeah, uh, yeah little yeah. Grandpa. Right, yeah. That is, grandpa. That name is so grandpa. funny. I have this image of like oh, bucket grandpa.
1: shoes swinging in a sh- on a chair that's too tall waiting for dad at a bar. I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's been in my bloodline for a long time. Mine too. That memory is so clear that it came to me from a different
0: <laughs> Yeah. You know, oh, yeah.
1: Time. Is that what you saw last
3: time you did ayahuasca? Uh, yes, last time I
1: was on the mountaintop. No, mm-hmm. I can't do ayahuasca. I'm too wimpy. Shrooms are about as
4: mystical as I get. Well,
0: oh yeah, me yeah. too, mm-hmm. me too. Okay, let's listen to first
4: call. Hey guys, I need your help. Uh, ever since my wife and I got married, we have fought tooth and nail over a single issue. For four years, my wife has refused to budge, and for four years, I have refused to allow this crime against rationality go unchecked. So, here we go. Is it possible to fart out a whole shit? Now, I'd like to take a moment to focus on the language that is consistently used in this argument. Whole shit. A piece is not whole. It is a piece. Liquid is not whole. It is a liquid. A whole shit. If we take a moment to refer to the Bristol stool scale, a whole shit would fall between category three and category four. Please, please, the integrity of our marriage depends on this. Love, Ryan, who has never been more right about anything in his entire life, and Nell, who is so incorrect that it's simply breathtaking.
1: Ryan and Nell? Is that it? Yeah. yeah.
0: A disclaimer. I, I, do I know what we, side we are... get We get uh, a lot of calls from your mom's house. Uh, Tom uh, and, is uh, that what Christina. this is? Does this shit push out the fart? Does the fart push out the shit? Right. I understand, yeah. but so this was like, can't, this
3: was a saying, little not I'm just saying, this is
0: still worthwhile. Don't get me wrong. Okay. We should answer this. This is very important because it seems like the guy's serious and it is perhaps tearing their marriage apart. <laughs> I hope not, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm being dramatic just like he is about saying his, his wife has never been- more wrong or so wrong it's, it's so wrong it's breathtaking as he put it what what are your thoughts I he still he don't
3: know what side he's on writer.
0: yeah
1: Hey,
3: really I bet he write, really writes the most romantic pieces to her I mean on toilet
1: paper in a mysterious substance
3: what side of the fence is he on
0: he didn't say I
1: think to say. I think, he to, wants I think wants to not to, be, he to, wants, to remove okay, bias great. I appreciate the removal of bias Me too. Uh, I mean, I think that your whole hang up is not about what the who or the shit is capable of. It comes down to the word whole shit. Your disagreement is on what a whole shit consists of. Good note. And I think, uh, I mean, that is you could work it like that's a good either side in court would have a good case to make that a whole shit is a whole unit of shit by whatever measure you choose to make it, one individual piece. I don't think an entire, a whole bowel movement is not a shit. Is, is a shit, is a, is a, are you talking noun or verb? You just got to get your tenses down, and then once you decide that, the argument's settled. If no, a shit so is a verb, defining term. then maybe you can't fart out a whole shit. It's a process. It's a verb. You can't, you
0: know.
3: But like I don't you know. could like fart on the toilet and like a poop could shoot out. That counts in my mind. Yes, you can. Yeah,
0: I I, I that's that's the thing. I mean the 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 semantics of this confuse me because you're farting as you're shitting. I mean right. no one's ever taken a shit and been like, no farts. Uh and uh but sometimes you do just fart. Uh I, I think it's, Where's it's the it's, wisdom from Monger? Yeah, just like, <laughs> I should have said it really slow. Sorry. Anyway, the same you put your finger in the really air was. so determined. But uh, hold on. I just leave the house and never come <laughs>
3: back. I'm
0: going. I got a, go a spiritual quest. Um, yeah, I... I I don't know. I, I think
1: your diet is boring. There's no one kind. You should be shitting every and kind. It, it happens all sorts of ways. It does or
0: it doesn't. Like, do, are, you, are, you, are you shitting and farting and you can somehow feel that... Like I don't understand. Is the is the shit so enveloped by the fart that the fart completely shoves it out, and you're like, it's as if the shit floated out on its own because you have a really wide asshole, or does it like, um, I, I I I I just honestly don't get the the question. I guess is my thing.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, they are also two separate. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are muscles that are working. Talking to some very quiet part of our brain that we have little to do with that actually pushes your shit out. Yeah, it's, it's gravity. It's gravity like and butt muscles <laughs> with with gas situation. passing through. Yeah, pa- I think uh, gas, gas is power. not. I don't know if gas has the force we want to give it credit with.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you know the the whole.
3: Oh, I like that. The whole
0: logic that that uh, Tommy and Christina uh, put forth is is kind of flawed. No offense, Tommy and Christina, but. You know, does the fart push out the shit? Does the shit push out the fart? Neither. It's butt muscles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's butt muscles and gravity.
1: Yeah, I think I, that if farts you know? were responsible for pushing out our shit, it would be a whole different. Oh man, we would align them differently. We wouldn't just be farting willy nilly. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. farting is a whole different system.
0: Yes, it's it's <laughs> even even like when uh, uh, I, I was on Dana Gould's podcast uh, like a couple times ago, and he, we had uh, got into a whole rabbit hole of how there should be more people in death scenes that are just shitting because oh, that's what yeah. your body does shits, when you die. Right? Yeah. I mean, and like, you know, like a cowboy and he's like, he's, <laughs> she's being his head cradled by his, by his, Lady his love, love. Lady yeah. Love, his Miss Kitty. And she's like, oh, and he's like, I'm cold, me, I'm cold. You know, I'll, I yeah. always loved you. Oh, no. And everyone's trying to ignore the, the smell and, the, and the, you know, like and it's, it's a I'm whole tired thing. <laughs>
1: but tomorrow. And, uh, I just bought my and, like, boat. You
0: know, you it's... killed him. We'll get you and you show the body yes. and like Emmer's trying Cinderella, to get it. Cinderella
3: Cinderella like sitting for too long. No Beauty lying down for too long. Yeah. And Prince trying rolls body up is... and it's just like Yeah, like how long was she there sleeping? Like a She'd second be too Shitting
0: late. throughout the day. Yeah. Like would smell so bad. He would never kiss her. <laughs> um but I don't know. At least not on a butt. <laughs> If you were but, sleeping
2: like the, the whole time, honest, I think you like, just have that last
1: <laughs> movement that was there. It's not like you're making new shits while you're no,
0: sleeping. No, no, that's your you last got, like, shit. One gray log. That's your, <laughs> your body, your body, just blasting it all out. You know, that's it. So if
3: anybody has ever argued that shit isn't pleasurable, I think that's the mistake because oh, that yeah. is the yeah, last thing you, That marriage. is the last great sensation you have. Mm-hmm. Do, yes. Don't don't ever. Oh,
0: taking a dump is the best.
3: It's the best. Don't
0: let
1: this fight spoil your dumps. Are we
3: allowed to keep going on poop stories? Because I learned a very important poop story this weekend. Okay, one more. VIP poop. VIP. So so my guy has like an older friend who's fifty. We went to his fiftieth birthday, and he got him like you know, various sentimental gifts that remind him of really funny, embarrassing stories from his life. Sure. Oh, nice. a nice so thing that to way do. he had to like confront everybody and say the stories. Right. So one of them, he, which he had me go out and find was one of, was like a mini ruler. Mm-hmm. Because apparently he and this guy used to have competitions of who could take the biggest shits, okay, and they would measure it coming out of each other's butts with oh, a ruler, gosh. and so they would hold it for like days at a time. No,
0: God. Is, and no. so
3: what happened was is one time he had a buddy who held it for four days. Too many days. Four days, and he was like, "You guys, it's I gonna happen. Here it is. It's gonna happen." Or maybe it was five. It was like four Too or many. five. It was it was much more than three and not quite a week. And and like, and so what happened was they all go, they're all there. They're like over the toilet and ready. No. And his friend is holding the ruler ready to go for this like five day baby. Please no. And it just ended up being fountain butt. Of course. Yeah. And like got all over everybody's face oh, and hands and like. Idiots. So then.
0: <laughs> the, Truly. There was an episode of, of South know, Park about the guy who I'll, took the biggest Fast dog.
3: forward. Fast forward. There's more. Fast Good. Forward. We want more. <laughs> Fuck. Fast forward like 25 years on like the Disney property for like an important like execs meeting because all of them have worked their way up in Disney. And one guy who was like brought over from some production company in New York walks in and is like, oh my gosh, you guys. And then my my boy, my guy's friend turns around and goes, hey, this is the one who shit on everybody. Perfect. At like this Disney exec meeting. Thank you, And yes. so the guy walks yeah. in to like the board and goes like, "Whoa, like I I guess the one. There, the there a the South Park
0: episode about how men are like, they have a thing about who can take the biggest shit. And I'm like, I've never known that. I've never had anyone in my life but it's just like, guess it's true oh yeah totally I and it's like i don't d- i didn't doubt it even watching the show but it's so funny that that's actual evidence and not oh, just yeah. and not just on the show it was like come in here look at this thing i just dumped
1: like yeah.
3: a ruler oh, by, yeah. the, but. by the butt by the butt
1: they don't want intimacy that's yes and they t- <laughs> men <laughs> crave intimacy so deeply It's a vital know, part of human communication. Oh um, man, yeah. know that that's what is
5: so,
0: happening to our callers. Sorry, none of that helped, but we're just confused and we're doing our best. <laughs> no, it
1: helped. Decide <laughs> not, on your not semantic the story, none meaning. You know what, what I'm saying? Dis- decide your nouns and verbs and their meaning, yes, and then lock them in, yes, and then that, like that and, phrase, and,
0: will then have a fixed meaning. And feel free to call back in. You know, we got follow-up, so all right, have at it. All right. <laughs>
5: dude. So we not?
2: I'm like getting ready for work. I just had the worst staff meeting of my life yesterday and I'm like in the twilight zone, not totally in my body. Um I'm running into this issue repeatedly with my boss where she I work for a very small, very small nine people non profit, um, that does youth work. And our executive director, she will overcommit herself and get really excited about all of these projects and, like, or even pretend to be excited in order to make friends and, you know, buddy-buddy with other people in the community. And then she'll get so stressed out and she'll put the project on someone else, typically me, because I want to be doing more at my job. Um, and I'll take over and I'll like check in with her at first to make sure she doesn't want to be more involved. And then, you know, it'll be more my project. And then I'll come in, um, in the organizational stage and she'll get really upset and almost like, like, oh, this isn't how I wanted it done. And it's like, my dude, like, You should have done it yourself then. And so I'm I'm kind of at the point where I just want to tell her like, no, I won't take on your projects. But that bums me out because I really I'm really excited about them. And I'm I'm just wondering, do I talk to our associate director who's right under her and literally in the same physical office, um, and kind of ask her what she thinks I should do? Like talk to her directly because I'm pretty straightforward and I'm kind of one of the only people that will, I wouldn't say talk back, but like, be real with our executive director and like, I don't know, I'm stressed and confused and upset and yeah. Thanks, man. Bye.
0: That sucks, especially because you're you're trying to help people. Um, off the top of my head, my advice to you, since you are a straight talker is just go directly to the source of the problem and just, you know, tell her what, you know, not, I wouldn't say what she's put you through, but, you know, nicer terms than that. But I'm just, I feel like she's probably just not aware she's doing it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you care a lot, which is great, uh, but also establishing some boundaries for yourself before you set any ex- any expectations about what could change in your workplace so that you have a healthier relationship with it, you know, leaving it behind when you get in the car and figuring out how to not let it drive you crazy so that when you're getting for work, you're thinking about your, like, that's your time, you mm-hmm. know, and your time is so precious when you work that hard. Um So yeah, find some healthy boundaries for your work relationship for yourself before you uh, start noodling around for change. But I think you have lots of room for change. You can talk to your boss directly. uh, And also it sounds like you know how to get noticed by people That maybe your boss works for and that's a pretty important step one thing I would ask is whether or not and you I'm not talking to you you can't answer but uh I don't know your job title and if you're being asked to work beyond your job title redefining that relationship with the organization is really important talking to your boss about like what your title is and its expectations are and your commiserate Mm, compensation is pretty critical so if there's like You know, A conversation you should be having about what your formal role is, that's a good way to approach this kind of conversation because you have the receipts. You have all the emails for all the planning you've done for all of this stuff, and if that's outside the scope of what you're supposed to be doing, or not supposed to, but if you're not being recognized for that labor, that effort you're putting in, um, one way to bring that to attention is to talk about that relationship. My title is this, but my efforts are this. Can we bring that into an uh, an alignment? Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I'm sure this is a person... like. This sounds like a person who has a lot of issues with control um, and I'm going to say broadly, I do this with everything, but when somebody drives me crazy, some quality in them, it's usually a quality that I either share or have had in the past. So you're passionate, you care about the work you do, you probably also have a, like, a relationship with control that matters to you. Like You also know how you want it done. Yeah. Um, So check in with yourself in those boundaries. Give yourself a little, like a little room, like space to take good care of yourself in relation to your job. That's just something always to do, because if you love your job, you'll start working there too much, and that's also a very unhealthy boundary. Um, But, you know, uh, figure out what you would do if work gets better, not worse, and uh, find the boundaries you need to face that, and then make a plan so it gets better with some healthy expectations. this all feels broad, but also like maybe it applies in this
0: situation. That's perfect. The uh, only thing I would add is is uh, also like you sound very competent, and you sound right. like you know what you're doing, right. and you sound like you know your boss should kind of stop micromanaging. It's a good way to cripple a small organization lot mm-hmm. not let people go do their fucking jobs. So what uh, what the way you can kind of help yourself, uh, s- save yourself the the grief of going here's what we're doing, and her going I don't want any of this. Why are you doing that? and then, lay out a little bit of a plan, be like, here's what I'm thinking. This is what I'm going to do. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And then you can defend it before it's even done. Cause once it's done, then it's a fucking nightmare and blah, blah, blah. But you lay it out. It's kind of like, I don't do it often enough, but I do. There, there's a thing called, a. um, uh, like a I forgot it's called an acting class like a free try when you when you're auditioning for a part and like say I, there's say this in this audition there's one line that I'm that I'm you know like like you going let's say there's a one line audition I come in you're like I ate all the porn that's the line so I come in there and I'm and I'm like I ate all the porn and they're like can you do it like you're excited about doing the porn and rather than go okay great let me know when go you mean like this I ate all the porn And they're like, just like that. You're like, great roll. You've done it. You, you tried the line the way they wanted to do it before, before the actual take, before the actual audition, before they rolled tape. So before you even get started with your, your, your plan for how you're going to attack this particular problem, just lay it, lay out a little bit of your, the basics, what you're thinking with, with the boss. That way the boss can go, I really hate this. And you can go, okay, why? Yeah. And you can go. Okay, she has to defend her position, and you defend yours, and you hash it out before you waste all that effort. And she's like, "No, don't involve this person." You're like, "I already hired them, or whatever it is." Yeah. So that's the only thing. Everything else you said was perfect.
1: Also, make it their, her idea. Manipulate.
0: Oh yeah. Never yeah. be shy
1: to manipulate a manipulative person. Mm-hmm. Game recognize game. It's yeah. vital. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this. It's manipulative to ask someone to take over work that you've assumed for yourself. And then criticize the way they do it. That's mm-hmm. it. you are being manipulated. as part of why it bothers you. That's true. But one very effective tactic of dealing with a person who likes control is to make it f- make them feel like they're in control.
4: Yes, that's
1: so exactly yeah, right. if you can, if you can, if this is a person you have to work closely with, if part of your you know healthy boundaries are that this relationship doesn't have to be genuine, but it does have to be functional. Yeah. Then just string them along until your idea becomes their idea. I- they're going to take the credit for you anyway, yeah. but right now they're doing yeah. it by disparaging your efforts and elevating their own. You can skip the whole disparaging your efforts part. It's mm-hmm. not a total win, but it's a neutral position and it allows you to build your relationships with the other people in the company that might matter or that you have a better working relationship That's with. That's a really good point. Also stop taking projects from her and start engaging in the projects with the people you do like to work with. Don't 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 lick this wound. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you it it will be important um, because you'll draw in what you spend your time on. Right. So if there's if in the same office as your boss is somebody you do like to work with, then talk to them. Mm-hmm. Or look for their projects. If there's a coworker that you wor- work well with, vibe f- with them and seek out all those opportunities. And if there's not, then hole up at your computer and look for a new job every day. It's yeah. Kind of and, <laughs> and I would I would <laughs> even know?
0: To to your point of uh, uh, don't take her projects. I would load up on other people's projects. Exactly, that exactly. That you like working and be like, oh darn it, Cheryl. I would love to help you with the, but I got these seven going here, so
1: you don't even have to make it like you know. You can just be obviously too busy to ask. You can mm-hmm. again manipulate a manipulative person if you're if you're visibly busy enough, then you don't get asked to do tasks. If you're not what? looking to get asked to do tasks, yeah. you
0: won't. What was that Jack Handy bit where he's like, I like to walk around carrying two huge sacks. Yes. That way, if someone asks me to do anything, I'm like, can't. Got these sacks. Yeah. <laughs> Just always <laughs> carry yeah. giant always sacks. Always carry
3: a sack. Always. But pick your sacks. Yeah, pick up. Yeah, pick, pick them up.
0: your sacks out, guys. Uh, hope that helps.
3: <laughs> so I love how the Jack Candy's default thing is to almost look like Santa Claus or the hamburger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. Hi, Matt. I
5: have a question for you about social media etiquette um, and stand-up comedy. I'm fairly new to Twitter, and a few months ago, back in June, I went to a comedy show that you put on, a small one in L.A. with a few other comics, and after the show, which was really, really great, I tweeted at you and two other comics um, just to say that it was a really great show, and then for each one, like a a small reference to a joke that I really appreciated. Um and you and the other comics both liked my tweet, which made me really happy. <laughs> and then the third one um immediately blocked me, like seconds after I tweeted at her. So I'm trying to figure out what I did wrong, how I offended her, or if something else happened. Like do some comics just habitually block anybody who tweets at them about their show? Or and I'm afraid that my that my 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 nod to her joke, she felt like maybe it revealed too much of the joke. I was really careful not to like quote punchlines or anything. And I know this shouldn't bother me because one person blocked me. I mean, who cares? But I'm super not a troll, and I don't like it when people don't like me. And I want to know if I did anything that broke some kind of comic etiquette Twitter. Thing, um, that I didn't know about like is there are you not supposed to tweet comment comics about any kind of references to their jokes or is there something I don't know really all I said was that I really thought she did a great job at the show and said like a one sentence like nod to something she said in a joke that I thought was really great and I got blocked immediately and I just wonder what I did so that I don't do it again thanks so much for your help
0: Yeah to paraphrase uh you know George on on Seinfeld it's 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 not you, it's her. It's it's whatever she wants to do. Everyone's Twitter thing is their thing. Uh, you First off, you didn't do anything wrong. And I don't know if she, I don't think she did either. It's just what she kinda wanted to do. And you're right to not take it personally. You're right, you said who cares, is exactly right. Twitter is a garbage fire. I'm on it too much. And uh, it, it definitely does as much negative as positive to me. <laughs> not as much as it used to, but it is just, you, you, you when, when I think of the amount of people who do do troll who do do shit just to get a rise out of someone who do just fuck around and you this nice, uh, good-hearted person who is who comes to comedy shows, aka the most valuable person in my life or Caitlin's. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't like that you got your feelings hurt, but at the same time, don't let them get hurt. It, it it doesn't matter, but it's it is that thing where I'm not even calling you too sensitive because I have a friend of mine who is uh, who is pretty famous and doing pretty well and we did a show together and uh uh lin-manuel was in the audience and i i'm hung with him after the show and he's a sweetheart and um my friend uh tweeted at him oh good to see you and he liked his lin-manuel miranda liked his tweet and my friend was like but he didn't follow me and i'm like dude and he was like you're right fuck you're right what am i what am i what am i saying yeah you know it's that thing where you 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 can't Whatever people are going to do, they're going to do, you can't let yourself get affected by it too much. You'll get affected some, don't get affected too much. Who knows? And I will say this, I am blocked by people on Twitter that I have no fucking clue why. And at one point, I reached out to my friend, uh, Dan St. Germain. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, why'd you block me? He's like, I never blocked you. Yeah. Twitter just blocks people for people sometimes. I don't know. I mean... It just seems either a mistake or it's just insidiousness to help drive us all crazy because they <laughs> yes. Twitter in a way is kind of like just a horrible
1: hit, social experiment. Horrible. Yeah.
0: And it's just Hitler playing the generals against each other, you know, and, yes. we're, and we keep going back. Oh, what did I do wrong? And you find out it was oh, it was all bullshit and I shouldn't have cared anyway. So who knows? This person might not have even blocked you. Yeah, that
1: is that is definitely a possibility. And like you asked about quoting jokes, and I do, I I believe and I know that you were uh, you did not reveal any punchlines. If a comedian, this isn't a choice I would make. I would probably choose a different path. But I and I'll explain that path. And I will also say I understand not wanting to do it. Uh, (laughs) But like if if let's hypothesize that that comedian is running a set they'd like to have on late night. Right. Like, that joke is a very valuable, precious little property. Mm-hmm. And whether or not the reaction is appropriate, that having a tweet about the joke out there could make any difference at all in any context is accurate. This town, this industry is so weird. I can understand the position of, like, sure. no, I just don't want that out right now. What if you, know, what if you nailed the title track for an album that's yeah. about to come out? Like, you didn't mean to at all, but you really, you, like, you got it exactly right And in that context Steals some thunder From a reveal Right These are crazy scenarios That are weirdly possible In our odd lives Yes And one option To get rid of that tweet Is to block the person Who tweeted it Especially if it's a problem That's come up before Like if that comedian Just doesn't want any video Any pictures Like anything they didn't Put out in the social media If they want to control it That tightly Mm -hmm. You know There's two options They can block you And then you can't Write that tweet anymore Or they can do What I probably would have done Which is send a note If this mattered to me like, hey, th- your compliment is so sweet. I'm so glad you were there. I don't ask- want to ask you to delete a tweet, but I also can't have this yes. reference out there. Mm-hmm. I could explain why, but it's so stupid, and it shouldn't matter, but it does. Right. Uh, I can understand a comic just not wanting to do that every time it comes up. Yeah. And it's so weird that it would even come up, and there's no reason that you, who is writing a compliment, should know any of this.
0: Well, this it, is so dumb. No, but it's true. They should know, and and also it's 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 good that they know. But also, you know, we live in that era where now um, anytime Dave Chappelle shows up, uh, to any To like the improv The comedy store Not always the comedy store But sometimes You gotta give up your phone and You have to lock these, up your phone With vacuum, the improv Every the show vacuum. all the night now okay, uh, All the time now well, yeah. which, which I think Denver's Comedy Works Was the first place yep. I saw that did that And I love that Because people were just Recording people's sets And putting it up On their own YouTube page For hits And that's bullshit And
1: you're on the opposite end Of the people who are doing that yeah. But I can understand The reaction Not totally. being Distinguishing and, between The two stimuli And you
0: can You you can You can put up A clip of something Someone set that's completely taken out of context and by itself, it might come off, you know, horribly offensive, but you didn't know what the lead up or the come down was from that thing. So there's, there's a million different things. And we also live, we live in these, in this era where it is the, 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 the social media and media as a whole, in a lot of ways, is just a monster looking to eat something because there is a mm-hmm. constant news cycle that will never, ever be satiated and they need something. And if someone gets on stage and says something that someone thinks is fucked up and then enough people jump on it, it's fucking everywhere. And like, I I hate it when comedy uh, bits are taken out of context. I hate it when they print someone's joke because you read it I and know. you didn't know the... You know any cadence any of the or beats, anything, the cadence, yeah. nothing. So that has nothing to do with you, gentle soul, who's calling yes. in. But just know that that's out there, and so a lot of that could have been on this person's mind as as well. You know, all
3: right. But that's
0: more to your point.
3: So I don't mind cutting this, but do you want to know what the tweet was? Uh,
0: d- does she say?
3: I have. Yeah. Well. Yeah. She called immediately okay. after and just said the tweet. The tweet was. Um. I'm not gonna say the comics name or anything. And she explains the reference to the set, but I feel like if I say that, I yeah, don't. No. Here's don't do that. The- and
0: I think let's let's cut the let's cut the tweet out too. Okay. we can leave all this in. And I'm sorry for people who are screaming about, well, what was it? But it's like if you want to do detective work and look it up i'm sorry you're no it doesn't here. I, but,
1: I i can relate but, to this i can i may i divert attention so is, away so, from the context of the tweet with okay. what o- might have happened the only, only thing i want to say yes. is like
0: the the thing that that amanda just read that is a thing that could be an album title really oh, yeah. easily really easily that's yes. all i want to say but go ahead uh, please
1: okay. um and it could be you know there are ways like anybody if, 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 Especially when you're hearing words about your own material, it's so easy to misconstrue what somebody's saying as an insult. Um, and I know, uh, I, I can't, I'm not inside this comic set, I have no idea what actually happened, but here's a true story, I have a business card, uh, I made myself a business card, and in Illustrator, the Caitlin Gill business card has instructions for how to fold it into a paper airplane on it, like the front has a little diagram for where you fold, and the back has the folding instructions, oh, and I thought it was so cute and funny that to me you would keep that card forever, but I handed it to someone, and their immediate joke was, uh, oh, so you made a card you want people to throw away. And all I heard was that I didn't get the joke he was telling I my face did so many. I'm going to eat your face things. I was so viciously angry at that person for like 30 minutes. Just like "fuck that guy. I just met fuck him. He's going to throw away my card. Yeah. And then I looked at my card and I was like, he's going to make it a paper airplane and he's going to throw it. Yeah. He made a great joke about my card. And I couldn't see it because I was, like, proud of it, and it's not exactly how I wanted somebody to use it. Right. So I didn't get the reference to the my own joke I made. Mm-hmm. So, it, yes, it is so easy. Like... We're sensitive on the dumbest levels. If something happened that grazed against one of our our gentle spirits, know that you are also a gentle spirit who intended no offense. Yes. And most bugs who snap in their wings fly again, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. stays mad online. I, I think Also, never let make don't never let Twitter make you feel good or bad. No. It's a terrible, terrible place. And if you're new to it, consider limiting its access to your life. Yes. Unless and you need it, you don't.
0: You uh, don't need it. You are using it for good, for compliments, but don't let your good deed hurt you. It whatever happened happened and whatever just
1: yeah you put a a shiny scratch and stiff snicker sticker on a pile of shit that's it and it is really hard to get your nose close enough to the shit yeah. to smell the nice thing
0: that you did and you're and you're 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 focused on the wrong thing the the right thing is that you you came enjoyed a show and you were as much a part of it as anyone on stage. So there's that, and then and they can never take that away from you, and that's always going to be something. You oh know? yeah,
1: never let anything that happens on yeah. Twitter happens. What uh, uh, take yeah. away that memory? Twitter,
0: Twitter uh, bullshit will come and go. Uh, <laughs> uh, to quote the late Rutger Hauer in Blade Runner, like <laughs> tears in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Forgotten. Don't worry, you'll
1: be numb to it soon, like the rest of Absolutely. us. Absolutely, I'm not <laughs> spilling on your oh, couch. I almost spilled on Matt's yeah, couch. Everybody,
0: get it off here. Or it's a nice couch. But um, Caitlin Gill, you're that's a joy. Me.
1: It's such a thank you so much for uh, having me involved in this lovely project. You, you were did. wonderful. What sweet fans you have,
0: and so helpful. And also, uh, just give us the lowdown on Major, uh, arguably the greatest uh, comedy <laughs> album of all time.
1: I am so proud of it. Anybody can listen. It is a uh, it's it's clean. I guess the word it's kids. All give right. it to kids. Listen at work. Um, it's cute. I'm proud of it, um, which feels good.
0: And that's exciting that right? it's clean, though. I will say that because we get a lot of people who uh, want to come to my shows and they can't because you serve alcohol. Right. Like they have kids. Yeah. Uh, and they're – but, you know, and we have younger people who listen to this and not that what – you know, you, you can – Not that you can, it's hard for you to get R-rated stuff if you're a kid. It's, you know, easy as pie these days. But this is something you can listen to with your youngsters, which is cool. Yes,
1: and it's not dumb. It's not kids' comedy, but it is comedy that, I mean, kids' comedy is also great. Kids Uh, don't want kids' comedy. They don't. Uh, (laughs) This is stand-up comedy that you could put on at any time with, uh, you know, with any audience. And Uh that makes, that feels good because I was once a 13-year-old who loved stand-up. Yes. And would watch any stand-up, but Uh didn't necessarily want to watch you know, all that stand-up with my family. No, uh, exactly. They, everybody goes to the private rooms for the blowjob jokes, and then I, you come together for jokes about Super.
0: I used to love watching all every time Comic Relief came yeah, on, uh-huh. you know, and I was at my aunt and uncle's in Illinois, and, uh, my, my mom and I are cracking up and my, my uncle came in on the room and, and uh, Elaine Boozler was on and, oh, cool. and she's was, she was amazing. One of the greatest. And she was like saying how she was on a date. And this guy was like, let's go walk down by the docks. And he, and she's like, what? Like it's dangerous down there. And he's like, he's like, like what, what he said, something like, Oh. Like, I don't even have any money on me. We can't get robbed. And she's like, I have a vagina. (laughs) And that got like a huge laugh. And like my uncle like left the room. He's like, she said vagina. And even as a kid, I was like, it. That's not a curse word. Yeah, that's an important Uncle? word. Uncle, that, that's, that's a has part one. of a body. Yeah. She didn't say, I have a pussy that someone's right. going to fuck. You know, yeah. like she just said vagina. And I was like, "What?" I don't understand the beef yes. here, you know. I mean, you get it? Because beef. Right. Uh, curtains. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the only guy in this room no. that just came out.
1: Uh, I led you right. I walked you right up to the curtains. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, 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 I have enough. I mean, I am not a clean comedian by reputation. Um, but I had this hour of stuff that I wanted to say and when he put it all together, it just didn't happen to be about putting parts in people or uh, it didn't have many of the the words you can't say on the TV in it. So it worked out pretty nicely. But it's, you know, it's honest and it's uh, it's funny and it's silly and uh it it i hope it makes you feel good that's the idea
0: that's what it's about that's what's Um, what's up
1: and it is named after my sweet dog and it will be available august 2nd everywhere that albums are available up to and including my website Com.
0: nice that's great, and I, I look forward to your uh, country folk album, putting parts in people. Yeah, put parts in people. I just see you. I see you what? leaning on the neck of a guitar, with like just <laughs> head to the parts side, people. just kind of like just a thi- just thinking about it. And it's just and it's like in the this. We're beautiful, all thinking about it every this, seven seconds. This beautiful or so. script. Putting parts in people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do want since uh, I'm, if you're a XM listener, uh, on August second, the album premieres and we will be playing on Left's USA. But, oh, so you got online? Ly- uh, yeah, yes, left USA High will five. be premiering the album, which I'm very pleased with. That uh, is big, and that I is hope big. you find uh, you uh, know,
0: and that that will be lucrative for you. And I hope uh, so. That'll be that'll be good. Because yeah. there is a
1: not clean album right in the, in the chambers right after this. Great. So I, I well, hopefully I mean, performs, I, so I can cross over to Raw pretty soon. Clean
0: <laughs> clean albums, clean albums get a little more spin because there are so few of them right yeah so and and you get on laughs usa which is all clean clean. i basically made an album not just specifically for them but just like old stuff and clean versions (laughs) of other jokes that weren't so clean called going way back Uh, I put that out and they they played the whole thing and that was that was great. And that got me like a lot of people who had never heard of me before. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Opened up a market. Yeah, which is which is great because there are people that just they whatever. They just don't like any cursing. They don't like any kind of blue, uh, uh, you know, material. And that's fine, man. Great. I'm, I'm not knocking them for being one way or the other. So it's good to have stuff for them. And and stuff. Who for people who like it a little, little little more, a little more nighttime, a little hey, more I adult. Hey, I like a little salt. But I like yeah, a there's different. I mean,
1: yeah, it's yeah. it's just the way this set fit together that's great. that it worked out really that's well. Uh, that's great. And I'm excited for people to hear it. That ha- I'm excited uh, if this is your first impression of me. I'm I'm really proud of that. Uh, that's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recorded it at my home in front of people that watched me, you know, grow up. So it's pretty nice to. Take it from the San Francisco punchline and serve it up all okay. over the country via the XM radio. For a I didn't second, literally record wait, it in my family home. That's, that's okay. what I was like. Did, okay. you, do, did you do a I Maria? I did not do a Bamford. It's okay. not just Fetterman playing the piano while my parents sit uh, as delightful captives. No, I love that special Best. more than anything else in the entire world, it's and so, I would never mimic.
0: It's so good, but it's also so like, holy fuck. I love it. Only you can do only this. Only you. You I went are evil. evil She to, did a special. is just for her parents. Yes. Just her parents in front of her. It's like, I
1: believe it's still up on Netflix. It's I would, perfect.
0: I would claw out my eyes.
1: Uh, this had uh, an audience of, of, clu- of comedy club going humans at my beloved San Francisco
0: Punchline. And shout out to Nato Green who got uh, yeah. the Punchline it's made. It's, it's
1: going to stick around. It's <sighs> a legacy I'm business so in San happy. Francisco now. So a club it. we were afraid we were losing is going to get to keep its home.
0: Shout out to the Punchline. Shout out to Molly. Yeah, uh, I love you, Molly. I, I love you, asked. Molly. And, and uh, God, I love that club so much. Yep. And I'm, I was so fucking sad when it was going to go away
1: i couldn't even process it because i had these dates uh, I, yeah. it all happened at the same time oh, that i cool. learned it was closing that i knew i would have a couple days there and that it might be the last shot and i knew i could record an album with this label blonde medicine that i really wanted to work with and i'm so excited i did awesome it all so it all came together and it it wasn't until after the shows were recorded that it was like god what if this is the, the last dance mm. uh and i'm glad that i didn't have to wait that long to find out that it wouldn't be i'm very relieved No, that's that great Home gets to stay home.
0: Well, thanks for coming on the
1: show. Thanks for having
3: me, man. I really appreciate it. Of course. Uh, Number to call in, everybody, is 323 763 0228. And if you have any other things you want to email, the email is advicefromadipshit at gmail.com. So awesome. Thank you so much to you both.
0: (laughs) Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit.
4: It's advice from a dear with Matt stronger.